folks it is time for a brand new episode of train wreck tonight it is episode 205 i'm your host the general joined by maniac after what was an out of control weekend in sports could not be more excited phil mickelson wins the pga championship the nhl nba playoffs the blue jays are in town in eight days and who knows maybe someone today like or tonight like julio jones might be calling into the show show sponsor outlet liquor What's your outlet? It's the place to buy a case. Maniac, let's go. You don't stop, you don't stop, you don't stop. You don't stop. Follow me into the great unknown Where pink flamingos grow Diet soda flows and what you take Magically regenerates On supermarket shelves The ovens clean themselves You don't pay the tab till the last drop So we all ride for nothing Cause this train never stops Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? Maniac, like we said, it was an out-of-control weekend. But here at Trainwreck Sports, we have some breaking news. Uh, We have a friend, you know, on the inside, a friend with Douglas Development um, that really supports entrepreneurs and people that have a passion and a vision boom over three and a half pants and the blue jays are back in this game hove is fired up ty b let's go Welcome to Kazi's Corner. You might be asking yourself, why is there a meatball up in the Seneca One Tower? No caps. Strict no caps policy. Oh my, they're back! Randall, are you kidding me? Randall scores for the game-winning run! Teoscar Hernandez, let's go! Oh, we're loving it. Unders are hitting tonight. Let's go! Oh, Jeez, oh, ass! And Sue! And Sue! And Sue! Let's go Buffalo Blue Jays. Okay! 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 Okay!
Okay, so here's the deal. It's gonna be a video and then we'll just clip the frames. What? Yeah. Works. Alright, here we go. First one, mask on. Mask on and films on. And it's a year later, Al, but breaking for the second consecutive year. We are gonna be live at Club 25, Seneca One Tower to cover these Buffalo Blue Jays. And me, I think it's going to be even more this year. I think the events that are going to be going down there at Seneca One, they got the Sopranos bar open, the events right outside, live shows, tons of opportunity. And like we said, eight days away, the day after Memorial Day, it's going to be a great time down at the Tower. You would have to have gabagool for brains to not be getting down to that Seneca One Tower and bar. Obviously going to be a great time with all the events going there. And yeah, it's going to be a great opportunity this time, we'll be able to see fans in the stands. We'll be able to see reactions. I mean, last year, it was kind of funny just to see the couple employees walking around, but now we'll be able to do a little bit more people watching in that regard as well. And I mean, just a crazy time, but huge shout out to Seneca One Tower, Sean, Douglas Development, the whole team for letting us have that. We're looking forward to it. And it's just like you watched that video that you, you, you created, the amount of memories. I mean, OJ Barker, he was crying eating those crying. chicken wings. I mean, cons on the ones and twos. I mean, just it was just we had so much fun last year. And this could be probably the last season ever in Buffalo for a major league team. So got to take advantage of it. And I'm ready for these next three months, however long it lasts. We literally got to live like there's no tomorrow, Al. I mean, Every night. honestly, right? Uh, and and I think that we're kind of doing that already. We're kind of practicing our, our living and our dying every night. And we're doing that with the Avalanche's strong start here in the uh, 2021 playoffs. I mean, a sweep. Grubauer looked great. I mean, I don't think he allowed more than three goals in a game only once. And then basically two or one, all the other ones. Great uh, opening. Obviously, we want Kadri back. Hopefully, I mean, I don't know if we should be optimistic about his appeal or what, but looks like the collision course we've expected for months is, is on its way, though. Yeah, and hey, look at the video you just posted with the Blue Jays. What was I saying? Let's go abs. So this, this avalanche thing has not just been a this-year type thing. This has been a two-year deal. I had him last year before the season started at, like, plus 1175. And I said, I'm going to double down on him this year. And, hey, come on now. I think this team right now looks phenomenal. Got the sweep. They outscored St. Louis 20 to 7 in goals, 145 to 110 in shots. And the stat that I love, five on five scoring chances, 101 to 57. An absolute massacre. Ryan O'Reilly pre-series, we're going to beat them. The last thing you want to do. That was a give, mistake. The that last was thing a you mistake. want to do is give the Avalanche bulletin board material. I don't understand why team or players do that. Why are you going to say you're going to beat somebody before a series even starts? It makes no sense. And yeah, the Avs looked incredible. You had uh, con contributions from every line. Yes. Even That's probably the best thing to see was that it wasn't just playoff McKinnon doing everything. Yeah. You, you had games where it wasn't the first line of McKinnon, Ratnan, Landeskog getting the goals. So that's the thing with the Avs is their depth. But tonight is, like you said, a huge game. For the Avalanche, you got to want a St. Louis win tonight. You want to extend that series because 
Minnesota, so, Minnesota. You got the Blues on the mind. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's all good. Um, uh, talking about wild nights tonight, 10.30 start, late one. But, yeah, if you're the Avalanche, you really want to see the Wild get this one done to extend that series a little bit because the Knights have looked a lot better since game one and early game two. Knights, yeah, game three and four were all Knights pretty much all the time. Uh, just looking across the NHL here, we've talked about it. Bruins are obviously getting a lot of steam right now. Hall's playing out of his mind. It's very frustrating. It's very uh, pissy. Uh, I think they're probably – they have that plus 550 because their their path to the championship is just a lot easier, though, at the end of the day. I think they're going to be favored in the next matchup or two, and then they'll likely be a big underdog to whoever they see out of another division if they were to make it. Out of these teams that you see here, besides the Knights, who kind of scares you the most? I mean, the the Leafs, no chance. Yeah, that is like the opposite. Someone commented this on our thing. It's the opposite of free money. Odds on the Leafs right yeah. now. Like, if they do it, I would just be shocked. I mean, give me the Leafs in the semis. Um, I mean, but looking at that, it to me clearly has to be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, they went into the playoffs resting Kucherov and Stamkos, and they look they're, – they're scoring goals. They're scoring goals. And Maniac, I know you've been talking. Their defense and goaltending has looked a little, a little bit shaky. But the thing that's scary about this – is they is the playoffs in the NHL they reseed, yeah. And you got the Avalanche, who's going to get the lowest seed. And if it's Toronto and it's Boston and it's Tampa who moves on, somehow Tampa Bay is going to be the worst seed because of the season the Hurricanes had. So yeah, you, you, it's very possible that the next two series potentially for for our Avalanche could be Knights and Lightning, who we view basically as the two biggest threats uh, remaining. Yes. Yeah, so, sure. yeah, so you're, you're looking at two Stanley Cup matchups in the next two rounds for the Avalanche. Because yeah, if, they, I, if, they, if they get by that, Boston, Pittsburgh, Toronto in the, in the Cup. So, yeah, I mean, th- these next few weeks are going to be absolutely massive. Personally, go Jets, finish off the Oilers. And then, yeah, Canadians in a big game tonight. We saw what the Dart's on. Dart's on an underdog. Dart is on the Canadians tonight at home at around plus 135. So it's a massive slate in hockey, five games. But, uh, yeah, we'd love to see Montreal win tonight to go up 2-1 in that series. I could absolutely see the Canadians winning that game. And it's kind of scary for as much of a favorite as Toronto is. I mean, yeah, if their goal score, if they, if they get soft like they tend to do in playoff time and how they've done historically, Price can shut them out. He pro- I think he proved that last year when he was playing so well in the playoffs as well. It is literally do or die every single night in these NHL playoffs. He got Monster chiming in for his Habs. But – Speaking of living and dying with every move, oh, what do we got? What do we got, Al? Oh, we got PGA. We got living and dying with every moment. Lefty gets it done. That yesterday was one of the most fun final rounds I've ever watched in a major, any golf tournament, et cetera. I'll admit it. I was someone who I didn't take Kepka pre-tournament, but I did on Sunday. I put my money on Kepka. Oh, the odds were slanting in Kepka's direction big time. I don't care if it was plus 150. I was like, you know what, Kepka, if you can't beat Phil on the last round down a stroke, on on holes two and hole seven, which are – Oh, don't even talk to me about it. Kepka Kepka choked it away on the front nine so bad. He could have been up three to four shots on Phil, even with that chip in that Phil had. Those are the birdie holes of the tournament. And you doubled and bogeyed? Yeah. So you were plus three on the two arguably easiest holes of the PGA Championship. Five shot swing. I just, it's it's frustrating. Uh, But good for Phil. 
Good for Phil, honestly. Reminds me of Tiger in the Masters. 50 years old, winning the PGA Championship. 200 to 1. On Thursday night, after round one, he was still 200 to 1. So, yeah. yeah, shout out to him. And just to see sports back, that vibe. Lack of security in South Carolina was crazy. Yeah, like, uh, let me ask you a question. If Phil did that in 2019, is that, like, crowd movement happening? Or is it just because we're, like, ramped up because COVID's kept us in, the magic of the moment, everyone wanted to be so close? I think it's a little bit of both. But for someone to be grabbing Phil's shoulder after he hits that approach shot? Yeah, sketchy. I mean, the lack of police, and even Kapka at 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 the end of the tournament was pissed. He said people were running to his knees. What'd you, what'd you think? Sour grapes from Kepka? Yes, for sure. I mean, definitely he's a little pissy and upset afterwards, but uh, I have to agree with him though a little bit where, I mean, he's injured. He's got a hurt knee and he's got friggin' fans trampling. I mean, we were talking to my house. We, we were, we thought that they were going to, after he, he might popped, have to delay or something. Yeah. Rush, no rush the green. Like we yeah, thought. Yeah. Yeah. posted that old video from the 1940 open or whatever. I'm getting that. Unbelievable. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to say, that that PGA Championship, awesome golf. It's just such a fun sport to bet. And when you got storylines like that, history on the line, that was great to see. Hey, and, you know, fans being back was a major part of this weekend. And nobody better to talk that than who we're bringing in right now. Get him in here. He was in MSG, but he he ain't Spike Lee. Welcome to the show, Brother B. What's up, guys? How much, bro? How was the game yesterday? I know you that you told me most lit experience you've ever been at, including your own birth. Guys, like I cannot put into words what it was like to be in that atmosphere, especially after like not experiencing anything for over a year. Mm-hmm. I think the last live sporting event I went to was a Cubs game in May of 2019. And it was shoulder to shoulder. I was basically sitting in the dudes next to me's lap. And it was just one big, like, just, just electric factory. It was from the start of the tip. I'm not kidding you. It was like a chant from before tip. It was. And, and to be fair, the Knicks kind of did everything out of the gate to take the crowd out of it. I saw they had like 20 points through yes, a quarter and a half was, or whatever. I think it was like fifteen to three at one point or something. I, I think like that. I think that that kind of that kind of amped up the crowd even more though. Where you think that would take them out of it? That just made you guys hungrier to prove something. It was it was truly amazing. Like we got, I get, arrive at Madison Square Garden hour and a half before the game, and it's fuck the Nets all on the line getting into the to the Madison Square Garden. Just like chance, like fuck the Nets, fuck the Nets, the Nets. Uh, just because we're, we're back. I don't care who's on the nets. Like basketball runs through through New yeah. York. And uh we get in. Um just so surreal to be back in like an environment like that where you're just like shoulder to shoulder with people, yeah. like no mass required in our section at all. I think it was like 70 per 75% of the stadium was like packed to capacity. And then there was like a fourth of the stadium that was like sporadic seating for like unvaccinated people but honestly that just gives me so much hope for like the bills next season like it's gonna be full it's gonna be 100 percent. there's no doubt in my mind you know you know know the nfl is 100 percent gunning for 100 capacity in all stadiums and i love the video you posted of where you uh Stephen a was going nuts right even a was (laughs) that was before the game too i forgot about that so we're like sitting there and like the whole crowd starts cheering and i think like the press area where like everyone's typing and stuff is like kind of near where I was yep. 
and you couldn't really see him. Like he was facing the other way. And then he turned and I was like, holy shit, Stephen A. And like a Stephen A chant, like he roughed it and he was he was doing like these and all that. Yeah, stuff. he was playing into the crowd. Like he was like he goddamn was Hulk Hogan. It. it was amazing. Um, it looked like the best of all worlds. You, you saw a great game. The atmosphere was insane. It, it was yep. really, I think everybody watching that game, if you weren't by the third quarter, you're like, all right, I'm watching this now because I've seen so many people talking about it on Twitter. And that was yeah. after like the post honeymoon effect of Phil Hill. Oh, it was saying, yeah, you're right. Right after yeah, Phil ended right around what? 7 PM. And then you're rolling yep. right into right in the next Hawks at the garden. I mean, this weekend of sports was, or this weekend of sports was, could you say the craziest in 2021? Like, with the amount of everything going on in sports and action. I mean, maybe from a gambler's perspective, that's what I believe. It was just absolutely insane. I think just, like, the normalcy of of sports again, too. Like, we haven't had, like, like playoff games were, like, full go. PGA had, like, people everywhere. Like, it was just an awesome sight to see for, like, humanity around sports. We're, <laughs> buzz, we're back. Buzz. Humanity is back. That's a fact. <laughs> And speaking of being back, Bill's Mafia is back, and they're causing a ruckus on the internet. And it is all because of one of the most surreal TV segments I've ever seen, whether it was real or fake. Uh, you got to tip your cap to Shannon Sharp and Skip Bales. Whether you want to say they use bad journalism, whatever it is, in 2021, you call someone and you got them talking, that's fair game. They could have been recording that on their own phone. They could have done it on Instagram or whatever. But Bill's Mafia is going, Julio, 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 oh, Bell thoughts. Uh like you never turned down Julio Jones. You know what I mean? Like I see a lot of people saying, like, oh, I wouldn't do it, I wouldn't do it. But like if the opportunity presents itself and like I'm seeing things thrown around like second round picks, like maybe not even a first rounder anymore, like it'd be insane not to. Like maybe you give up like Gabe Davis in a second. Like as much as I love Gabe Davis, that's a no brainer. Like that's just what, what if they yeah. said it had to be Gabe Davis in a first? I mean, I'm expecting at that point to be a 30, 31, 32 pick. So yeah, I say fair. I say 100. If you have fucking Julio Jones and Stephon Diggs, I, I mean, and then hey, and then you get all the arguments with the cap situation and everything like that. You're gonna have Stephon Diggs take a pay cut, and no, we don't want our you know new receiver who we love that loves it here in Buffalo to be taking a pay cut or whatever, but. I mean, yeah, a super. The, when you bring the word Super Bowl into it, the, the discussion around everything changes. Hundred percent. You see where their odds are? They're thirteen to one. They have the third best odds to win the Super Bowl. It's it, yeah. it's pretty much get through the Chiefs. Get yeah, that's, and you got Josh Allen at third in the MVP odds too. I mean, it's oh he's climbed those ranks. It's just we are in a world where people are going to be drafting Josh Allen in the first two or three rounds of their fantasy drafts for yep. sure. I mean, it's just, it's surreal. It's surreal. And hopefully, I mean, I don't know if this is going to be the last year with Dable, but the longer that they can keep that combo together, it seems True. like it's a good idea for Buffalo. So very interesting. So you're, so you're in or out brother B on a first in Gabe Davis for Julio. You're in. I'm a hundred percent in. Okay. Al. In. Okay. Totally fair. Yeah. As, as we got seven, one slick chiming in, by the way, amazing profile pick from Creek Degenerates. So seven, one slick. We just got to go. I, if the, if the Avalanche make it past the Knights, I'll, I'll put that as my profile photo for sure. Really? Then I'll be all in. Oh yeah! If oh my god, I will. If you ask me anything for the Avs to take down the Knights or whoever in round two right now, I would sign on for anything. We got to get to that second half yep. of the Stanley Cup run. It's it's not easy, and we'll take any uh, round we can. 
Whew, where are we, Al? I, I got fired up just thinking about that. No, I mean, I think we pretty much went through everything fast. I mean, yeah, just a major sports weekend. We talked, Phil, NHL, NBA playoffs. I mean, anything else crazy in the NBA other than what? We had Monster talking about LeBron and his flopping. Like, I mean, <laughs> hey, the minus, the minus 300 Lakers were plus three against the Suns and lose by nine. What? Tell me what the hell is happening with those lines. The, the, uh, Vegas, Vegas is in a pickle. Can we just? Is that fair to say that they uh, they 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 have exposure as they as they like, uh, don't like hundred percent? Because yeah. yeah, Aiden was dominating yesterday. Aiden was dominating. Booker was having his way. I mean, Booker Anthony, didn't even dominate by his own terms. He had a good game, but he didn't like go full deep. Book, uh, Bill. Yeah, um, that's a tricky spot to be in because, like, how do you? Expect a LeBron team to lose in the first round, but like they are the seven seed, so like it's just so it's such a weird year. They're they're playing like, there's their first or second toughest matchup right now, right? Yeah. Al, that, that's basically what yes. the books are saying. If yep. they get by this round, they're basically going to be minus two hundred, minus three hundred in any other series they play. Exactly. What? Well, who would be their toughest matchup by the East? The Bucks. Knicks. <laughs> Don't oh. say Knicks after yesterday. Friggin' Burke I, saved I, you guys. Kept you guys alive. I'm, okay, Julius Randle. You know what you had, get for that? You know what you get for that, Bill? Don't kick me out. Oh, I thought you were gonna kick me out. I thought you were about to silence me like uh Tony, whatever his name is. Massive spike. No, I would I would never mute you. I, I would only give you points if it was around. Listen though. No. Julius Randle had his absolute worst game of the year. Like forcing terrible shots, couldn't make anything the it had a lid on the basket when he's shooting. It looked the opposite of every other game where I bet against the Knicks, for sure. Yes. R.J. Barrett had a bad shooting game as well. Like, these are our two best scorers probably. Yeah. That's not happening again. Like, there's just no way. That's that's not a – that's a fluke. We've played 72 games. It doesn't happen. So, okay. we lost by one basket, okay? We lost okay. by one basket. Like, that's not happening again. It's just not. Julius you say Randall all these average. things aren't happening. You know what's not happening again, Bill? I don't want to get into it with you, but, Julius like, Bur- Burks average. isn't going to score 20-plus again. Burks so, yeah, 27. That's not true. 27 from Burks. Are we you kidding cut- me? Okay, you put Frank Nilakina in, who hasn't played the whole – like, what are you putting him in for for the final possession of defense? That was just insane. Anyway, Julius Randle averaged 37 17 and 7, I believe, against the Hawks this year in every other game. So, okay. okay. Maniac, real quick, got, got to ask you. <laughs> yeah. There's three teams that can move on tonight Lightning, Jets, Knights. Who moves on and who doesn't tonight? I really, I honestly, I'm telling you, and I think that Vegas actually believes this too. I think the Wild win this game. And, and I, I know I want the Wild to win, so it seems like a homer pick. But I feel like the way the last two games have gone for the Knights to only be minus 175 at home is pretty audacious. They're begging you to take those Knights, Al. So that's just the way I look at that. Okay. I think that the Oilers get it done tonight. I don't think they get eliminated. They, they kind of they, they, they started yes last night's game up 2-0, and then they blew it. They blew the three-goal lead in the third period. I don't think that happens uh, down 3 nothing. I think they keep that series going. I do think... Bobrovsky is done. The Lightning are moving on in that series. Um, so I think the Lightning are the one team that moves on out of the three. Interesting. I think that's the complete opposite that I <laughs> I really do. I think the Panthers force another game. Vegas. I mean, they've – I know, Maniac. I get it. The line is not that big. They're not minus 200, but they haven't been minus 200 because 
they got dominated by the Wild this season. But the, the, the biggest Golden Knights, Fleury is playing out of his mind. If you can't win this game at home to close the series with Fleury and 11,000-plus fans in that arena, it's going to be nuts. I think they, they move on. And it's going to be Vegas, Colorado this week. That would be tough. Yeah. We'll Bill, see. are you pumped up for the uh, Blue Jays? Heck yeah. I I mean, I'm a Cubs fan, but I am like fully in on the Buffalo Blue Jays. I'm a huge Boba Shack guy, so I ordered yeah, a dude, jersey. Dude, you're like a doppelganger. I, What's up with I you being hot all of a sudden, by the way? Like, I, I we're just going to get it out there. Let's discuss it. It's, you, went from, it's, you went from the Breda to now you're trying to be a hot guy. And I'm not, I just want to clear off, it up. I want to clear no, it up. No, no, no. It's off-season, Bill, so I yeah, grow okay, my beard. There, okay, well, now there's an, there's an uh, explanation. The flow Don't is say fully... it's nothing, and then it's, it's off-season, Bill. When <laughs> when training camp starts again, the mullet will come back. The mustache will be all that's left. Okay. And I'll be, I'll be ready to go again. But right okay. now, it's it's bro bachette for the, for the It's bro it, it's, hot, it's hotness until further notice, Al. I'm going mustache real soon. This beer is getting way too warm with this warm weather. I, especially, I haven't turned the AC on yet, so... I'm, I'm getting rid of this hair. I'm going buzz cut, just mustache, and the yeah. beard's on. I can't the training camp. We got to show up to training camp in proper shape. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's part of being in the major league. Bill, you got a shout-out before we wrap this up? Um, Maybe to Nick Caroline T for letting you go to the game? That was very nice of her for allowing me to go to New York City with uh, my buddy to watch the Knicks. Um, I'm just going to say that – I'm not worried as a Knicks fan. We, we face adversity. I'm a Bills Knicks fan. I've been through this. I've been through the ringer. I'm not afraid. We we step up when 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 we're pushed against the the corner. Knicks and five. Knicks. Hey hey, when the when the when the when the Caps lost game one, Al, we had no problem saying Caps and five. So I admire the. Uh, all right, the all right. Fockers by a billion. That's the that's the playoff. Yeah, do you remember that playoff? Amazing. <laughs> I, I was actually – I'm not going to lie, because the, the, the playoffs were starting. I went back and watched game two and game three, the highlights from, like, no those way. games when they were down one end. So, like, I was watching. They were close games. Every game was just super close. I mean, that's just yep. how it's going to be in these playoffs. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, Shout-out for you before we go? Of course. Um, yeah, the birthday. The birthday shout-outs from Trainwreck Sports. Birthday shot. DJ Supreme, happy belated birthday. Was in Saratoga partying all weekend. And then, yeah, our uh, guy, Steve from DDZ. Cheers to Supreme and Steve. Cheers. Last before we sign off, I'll ask both of you. Barstool's giving away a chance to be backstage at the at the Paul Mayweather fight. If you could be backstage at a fight between any two people, who would you choose? Any two people? So you're talking like it doesn't have to be a professional boxer or UFC. No, it could be any matchup. You can be backstage. That's tough. Why don't you go first, Zach? Why don't you tell us? Well, I haven't thought about it. I only thought about the question. <laughs> oh, come on. You um, about it I mean, well, 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 so we can have anybody fight. We can just make up the fight, or it has to be an actual fight that took place. You now asked that you're the question. That's your rules. I was going to say, it could be any fight, and I would choose, let's see. <laughs> who is uh who is who's funnel guy's uh big rival al online 
some writer or reporter would just keep getting pissed at him. I oh, I can't remember. I want to see that fight. I'd oh. love to see Johnny three dubs and you. Well, I know. Then I would already be backstage though, because I would be in the fight. But uh, yeah, no. Um, I might go uh, Josh Allen versus Nick Wright, and like no, that's a great no- answer. Nothing, that yeah, like, like angry Josh Allen. Like, this isn't gonna go, nobody knows, so it's not gonna go against his public image. Like, he's just ready to let it all out. Josh Allen versus Nick Wright would be an incredible fight to be backstage yes. for. <laughs> Most definitely. Hey, a huge shout out to our guest, brother Bill. A huge shout out to our team getting it done. Shout out to Generate Danger Zone, two goalies, one mic. Make sure you're following them. We here, make sure you're subscribing on YouTube. Al, I gotta tell you something. What? I am in a flank two formation. Position. Position. Folks, enjoy the rest of your night. I think there's only three more to say, gents. Good Good. night. night now.